BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before Stuck behind never-ending windows All you need is a door Searching for something To put a smile back on your face Just remembering unusual times It can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb To set your worries to the side Just ask Say the word and I'll be there Just ask You know the greatest things in life I'll come in a pair They say hindsight's 2020, But that ain't far enough Pretend I got a hand I can land Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 Shows taught me Shit 90 Shows taught me Was not filmed before a live studio audience Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows taught me I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson Sarah how are you? Horrible Just horrible uh would you like to tell me what's bothering you <laughs> yeah uh i got i got stood up oh at the altar at the altar that's so embarrassing it is embarrassing <laughs> and like the i like was engaged for three years and he wouldn't make a date and mm-hmm. i ultimately just got stood up it's terrible absolutely brutal Hate yeah i'm to about to it. I'm about to sing uh, the Please Kill Me song on the stage. (laughs) To be honest with you, that is uh, a bit of me, that song. 
as the Brits say, a bit of me. Um, well, it's it's rom com Feb, it's frisky Feb, whatever suits your flavor. That's what we're giving today on Shit Ninety Shows Taught Me. We're talking the wedding singer, and of course, we're not alone. We're joined by, I think, Sarah. If I had to list like my top five, my like the five friends that I have that are like the most romantic. Oh, right yeah. like mm-hmm. big hearts yeah love romance love yes. to just give love to people around them yeah i truly think you and our guest would be on that top five list yeah i think that last time we were on the podcast with this guest i think we said that we just love love i feel like that's very true uh so joining us today to talk about the wedding singer is mjc michael j clark how are you mjc i'm talking about the wedding singer that's information that I should have gotten yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh gosh! That's a pretty solid Adam Sandler impression. I'm not Thank gonna you. lie; that's really good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll be dipping into it many times during this podcast. <laughs> uh, we're so happy to have you here. You had you messaged us like a few months back, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Hey, I want to come on and chat." And I, I want to say I'm I have to look at the Twitter DMs to verify the receipts, but uh you I'm pretty sure you pitched this movie and you were like, hey, is this good? And we're like, rom-com feb, boom, 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 done. Lock it down. Absolutely. Um I you know it, it it's you have to like look at the Venn diagram of is this a rom-com? Did this come out in the 90s? And do yes. I enjoy this movie? And I'm like, oh, like this, this, it's all the uh it checks all the boxes. I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, those are different uh, graphical ways of, uh, n- never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is for as much as we talk 90s content and like Adam Sandler is a massive part of, you know, 90s comedy, I would say, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty rare, Sarah, that we're talking about Adam Sandler. Like, I just don't think we've talked about a ton of Adam Sandler movies. I don't know if we've talked about any Adam Sandler movies. I'm looking back into our repertoire and I I can't remember us doing that, which is kind of funny because um, Adam Sandler was definitely one of my favorite actors when I was growing up in the 90s and the 2000s. And uh, there was just something about like sitting down and watching an Adam Sandler movie and laughing, whether it be Big Daddy or Billy Madison, or even if you had a bad day and you're watching Little Nicky, like there is just like something to be said about Adam Sandler. And of course, like as the little Jewish girl that I was with Adam Sandler being like one of the Jewish celebrities that I knew about crushes galore right <laughs> at least for me yeah that's really fair mgc there's something about adam sandler's comedy that i feel like him being big in the 90s early aughts when we were kind of like kids tweens teens it's like that comedy really hit home for me it was like stupidly funny and i can't tell you like big daddy was probably my adam sandler movie of choice i feel like i watched that more than i watched anything else but Wedding Singer is one of, I don't think it's my favorite Adam Sandler rom-com, but probably second or third on the list for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. So it's it's funny how like this was 
like this felt like a departure from Adam Sandler just because the movies before this that he did, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Waterboy, like this is like a very different Adam Sandler, which like he 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 is able to do really well and is able to do in in future uh, movies like you know Punch Drunk Love and, and Spanglish and he he can he can play like a kind of a um, like an everyman as opposed to like these like wacky characters he played in the early nineties. And what's interesting is like I agree that he's like one of like the kings of the nineties uh, movies. Another king of the nineties that like I'm trying to rock my brain and have you guys done a Jim Carrey movie? Like he was another like king of the nineties. I feel like a, we did the Truman show. show. Okay. We did the Truman okay. Show, so but we go. haven't done a ton of his other stuff, like which comedies. I would agree. Although there's something to be said about like I think Jim Carrey probably ages a bit worse than Adam Sandler, but they're probably about you on the think same. So? They're about oh, yes. the same. Oh, yes. I I'd say like I could think of so many things from like Ace Ventura that I'd be like, this is bad. This is oh, so bad. I don't, and I don't watch Ace Ventura. I don't. I don't. I don't sign into this. But like I was like watching some of like. I don't know some of like the jokes that used to hit for me in this movie and I was like oh like I don't know about this but I think it's interesting because for me anyway I think that Adam Sandler's more heartfelt works work better for me so like some of my favorites were The Wedding Singer, 51st Dates, I Liked Click, I thought Click was a great movie, I of course liked Big Daddy and I like those a lot more than his. Well, obviously, I would like. I like. What am I going to do with a sports movie? I don't watch <laughs> sport movie. Um. So, like, I kind of always liked his more like heartfelt movies a lot better. And maybe that's just because, like, I'm like I don't know. I'm more of like a like a a. a a girly girl or step I don't know typical like you know what I mean like I'm not gonna sit here and watch the water boy I'm sure I've seen it but I, I don't want to watch the water boy I don't want to watch <laughs> golf I just want to watch like him take care of a little kid a little Cole Sprouse that's well, what I, I want that- I think the magic of this movie (laughs) and what what comes after it, Sarah, you mentioned Fifty First Dates. I think that honestly might be my favorite Adam Sandler movie, like full stop. I I love Fifty First Dates. So this isn't even your favorite uh, Sandler Barrymore. uh, It isn't. However, I think a lot of the magic of this movie is in their chemistry, is in them bouncing off of each other. I don't think this movie is anywhere near as good if not for the chemistry between them. And so getting to see them come back and do 50 first dates is like so magical when you know they have this chemistry from way back when much different hairstyles, you know, like Did you watch with- Blended. Um, Blended's I another. Adam That's like Sandler. completing the trilogy. <laughs> yeah. They, they have this joke that like they can only do a movie together every 10 years. So I mean, it's not a bad thing. Like, I, I think yeah. it's like you're not overdoing it in that case. You know, no one's going to get tired of that couple. Yeah. I so- will say that this is this is by far, like by far my favorite Drew Barrymore. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I don't but, think it's like, pretty really close. 
<laughs> Thank you for bringing that up because we absolutely shoehorned in a Drew Barrymore themed month uh, <laughs> because the second movie that we're covering this month is Never Been Kissed, nice. which is very much like a, I don't know, like I, it's that is talking about a movie that probably doesn't track for the future, but like it totally oh God, did yeah. when I, I was a teen and I loved that movie, but um, I loved drew barrymore like i think that the movie ever after which like jess i we've never talked about ever after but that was one of my favorite movies mgc have you ever seen that i have not seen ever after. oh you gotta watch ever after it's like cinderella but like turned on its head a little bit that's a 90s movie um she was also a, in what else what else did we did i did i like of hers from oh, the 90s yeah right she's like she's like a little baby child in, in E.T. Oh, yeah. that's where like she yeah. she first kind of like makes her debut right was she's she... just a teeny little kid was she, she was, one uh, of... home fries i think oh, she was in that oh yes i do remember she was yeah. pregnant in that movie she's she's one of the angels in charlie's angels yeah, she's, an she's angel. in fever pitch no uh, no thank you <laughs> now <laughs> Here's my question uh, for Sarah. Uh, yeah. Jesse can sit out and this question. Yeah, bye. Uh, <laughs> happy. Happy to. Um, Sarah, have you seen uh, the stage musical version of the Yes, I have, actually. I was going to bring that up. Thank you. So um, well, I saw it on Broadway back mm -hmm. in the day with, with Constantine or no? No, I think I saw it with <sighs> Stephen Lynch. I saw it early okay, on. In okay. the, he created it for the... roles. So that's fine. Yeah, I think I've like seen it early on. Um, or maybe I, saw, I don't know when I saw it, but I uh, definitely saw it. And I had, I remember I had this like baby blue shirt that had like the wedding singer on it. That was the softest t shirt I ever owned. I really liked that shirt. I don't know where it went, but uh, I hope somebody out there is enjoying it. But yeah, of course, I saw it. Um, they made it into a theater musical adaptation. And I was even looking today online for, uh, we call them slime tutorials yep, around these yep, parts. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I don't know if I found like an Authentica slime tutorial. I kind of found like a, uh, a, a slime tutorial that you would learn in high school how to do. Yeah. Or maybe so, college. Yeah. So I never saw it uh, on uh the, the the great white way if you will uh i i've seen a, a couple of productions that my friends have been in and so mm -hmm. i saw one uh years ago and then i saw another one last year that my friends were in and the music is like the music's great in the uh yeah the did they adapt the, like the two songs yeah. from this one that's great mm -hmm. because they i did. honestly think both of the songs in this like I, and i'm talking like the two that adam sandler like sings right not the not the covers of other ones that, that growing he's a old with for. you and yes. what the one where he's and somebody, like, kill, somebody me. kill me please yeah yeah, yeah. um just you say, would you would you would like um the song that is the note from linda in that musical it's very it's very funny okay 
I believe it because I when I was so back in the day before I had an iPod, I had an MP3 player and it was very small and it could only hold like 40 songs. Okay. So that mm-hmm. is, I'm just put, telling you the stakes, right? Stakes are very high. There's only 40 yeah. songs available. Yeah. Um, Grow Old With You was on my MP3 player. That is wow. how much I loved. I, you, I just think the messaging got that is from so LimeWire. Yes, or Frostwire, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, you're downloading it. Yeah. Yeah. The opening song to the wedding singer show, It's Your Wedding Day, is a bop. It's your wedding day, and the music starts to play. Yeah, this is Sarah's new thing. She sings on every podcast we do lately. No, I need to stop. People love it. I think you should no, keep doing people it. Don't you know who? It. You know who is the uh, original Julia is Laura Benanti. Who, yes, I think I love. saw Laura Benanti. I'm not. I'm not positive. I I don't save my playbills, but I should have. But it was also something that you should have done when you first going go to see. Like you can't be like 34 years old and be like, I'm going to start saving my playbills. Of course, I moved across the country, so I don't even have access to Broadway anymore. But whatever, we could have done it. I I mean, like I don't know. Can uh, I admit that this is a safe place? Yeah. The first time i saw hamilton on broadway mm-hmm. i left the playbill on the subway accidentally oh mjc brutal. so i had so, so so i ordered one on ebay <laughs> oh my mjc and you're like this is mine i saw I'm this living a lie ladies you are living Wait. a lie cut, so, cut, cut that out <laughs> with the original cast yes original cast yeah, actually, the I might have. The only one I didn't see was um, Jonathan Groff had already moved on, and Philippa oh. Sue had her um, had her stage oh. stunt double. Stunt double. <laughs> Understudy. Thank you. Yeah, no, her I, wow. Double, her I had to just tell you a theater word, MJC. <laughs> yes, I yep, feel like. Yep, yep. This is bad. This is, this is the darkest timeline. No, so like I saw it with the original cast, but um, Leslie. Oh Anna no! Was uh, I got his um, his uh, stunt double? His stunt double. <laughs> stunt double. I got his stunt double that day. Which, like, at first I was like, "Sweet!" Like, I got like Manuel Miranda. Like, who cares about like this other? G-? I was like, "No, you stupid fuck!" Like, <laughs> he played what? Well, you who, missed who, who, him. Huh? Who? Who did you? Who was swapped out? Who did you miss? Being there. Oh, oh, that's like, I mean, yeah, I'm a stupid fuck. What can I say? Anyway, let's get back to the wedding singer. (laughs) Yes, let's let's talk about the wedding singer. Aired uh, 1998 is when this movie movie came out. Um, And like we said, this is just the beginning of the Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore rom-com saga. Um, But it's, it's really one of the greats. I do think there's like a ton of stuff in here that obviously doesn't age well. And it's very silly because I feel like this happens to us all the time where we're talking about a nineties movie, but that nineties movie takes place in like the era before it (laughs) or like, you know, so we're, we're in the eighties, but obviously the movie aired in the nineties and it's all about Julia and Robbie and them falling in love. And I gotta say, I mean, this is, this fits the like perfect this fits the timeline of like a perfect rom-com. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where they just, they meet, they become friends. They're both with other people. They slowly fall in love. It like takes them a second to kind of realize that. Like it's, it just, 
and I know people get bored. This is this is like I feel like in the era of like the early aughts when it's like I don't want to go see a chick flick with my girlfriend. I know exactly what's going to happen. It's like you know what, Sarah? There is something to mm-hmm. be said about watching a movie where you kind of know what's going to happen yes. because Hunch. it's so relaxing. Yeah, it's very. It's uh, the thing about a stereotypical rom com is that it always like fits the format. Like you have your meet cute you have falling in love then something happens where it's like oh they are not going to be together and then there's a coming together and then it's a happily ever after and there is something so comforting about that rom-com format where you can just like watch it like i don't have to think that hard i tried to watch maestro and i felt like i had to have a phd to understand what happened (laughs) in that movie but guess what in the wedding singer i was floating on air one of my favorite movie going experiences uh last year was when i saw no hard feelings the jennifer lawrence movie and like that's another one where you like go into like all right like you can map it out like you know what's gonna happen you know like the beginning middle and end like you know when you can like leave to get a refill of popcorn go to the bathroom bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) uh but there's something there's something to the formula that like it's a great formula and it works well and uh when the the script is good when the the soundtrack the soundtrack to this movie is tremendous oh gorgeous Uh, the cast is great like it's 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 something that you can watch over and over again really enjoy yeah and i did Yeah, let's talk about the cast because uh, we already talked a little bit about Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore both being in this. But, of course, it's an Adam Sandler movie, which means we're going to get our Adam Sandler staples. Yes. Uh, they all make an appearance. Um, I I really love uh, – oh, why am I blanking? See, now I'm doing the thing where I blank on his name. Um, Alan Covert. The, mm, no. Steve. Yes. Thank you. Steve Buscemi. He like, he's the worst, right? Like he comes into the wedding. He's giving a terrible best man speech because he has like family issues with his dad and his brother. And like, this is what I love about how we knew Robbie was like a great guy immediately was he was like, okay, bro. Like he's the wedding singer. Like he's not paid to be like security, you know, but he wants them to have a lovely wedding day. He even gives a speech like I think that they do such a good job in this movie at like showing why he is like a very highly coveted wedding singer in this town that he lives in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think that like one of my favorite things about Robbie and Adam Sandler is like how lovable he is. Like he's Mm -hmm. a good guy. You want to root for him. You feel bad for him when he gets stood up. And you, like, root for the fact that, like, you just want him to be happy. And I really love rooting for our main characters. Like, I'm thinking back to another movie that the three of us covered in um, You've Got Mail. Like, (laughs) just had, like, an aneurysm over Tom Hanks the entire movie. And he's the one that we're supposed to root for. So to have somebody, like robbie hart who i mean like his name is perfect he has like so much heart he loves love just like me and mjc he just wants to have like he wants to get married he wants to like make other people happy and you just like love to root for him and his little wedding singer band is so endearing because you got george who only knows one song (laughs) and it's so funny (laughs) Because the bit just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. I love it. Great. 
It's great, really. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a perfect uh, <laughs> it's a perfect little role for Steve Buscemi. Um, I, I love that he comes back and is the wedding singer at Robbie's wedding, <laughs> Robbie and Julia's wedding. That's that's yeah, uh, even, it's a fun mm, Easter egg. Yeah. Even he got a win, right? Like, I'm so Absolutely. happy. Yeah, he, yeah. He cleaned up. He cleaned up. Uh, he made. Uh, he made. He made Pop happy. Glad <laughs> <laughs> that Pop said. Well, lesson stakes a lot, Pop. <laughs> uh, and we also have uh, Christine Taylor, who I, I feel love like I her in this. Yeah, I feel like I remember her most from the Brady Bunch movie. Like she, her being Marsha, like for my childhood, that was just like that was who she was. Obviously, she's also in like Dodgeball, Zoolander, and on and on and on and on. So from my childhood, I remember her from Hey Dude, which is the oh, show Hey at, Dude. Like, the, the yep, yep. I remember uh, Hey Dude. She's 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 great in this as like. You know the '80s, like wants to be Madonna, like the like the, the, the outfits are incredible. The yeah, we um... she's, she's great, and I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, it seems that things have worked out between her and Ben Stiller after they separated. Yes, we um <laughs> we talked about uh, Christine Taylor earlier this year when we covered the craft, Jess. Uh, she played oh, the yeah. the mean blonde girl that lost her hair. I forgot about that. Yeah. She always, I mean, listen, when you're as beautiful and blonde as Christine Taylor, you're bound <laughs> to be playing some real bitches out there, you know? Like, I just think you're going to get typecast in that way. But I, I really... wish I was pretty enough to be cast as a mean blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's goals. something that I should aspire life, to. Life goals. What yeah. aspirations you have, Sarah. Um, but I, I really love her character because, like, she is a really good friend to, to Julia. Um, and I friend. like that we have the like the moment where julia is starting to realize that like oh i might actually have feelings for robbie seeing her and and robbie together like it's uncomfortable for me um and i was talking to my husband will about this earlier because we he watched the movie with me and we were saying how refreshing it was to have a villain that you truly can just loathe like there's oh, nothing redeeming about glenn he's the absolute worst and i know listen i love a multifaceted character love three-dimensional characters whether you love them and you hate them and blah blah blah, blah right love it love it love it however like we said with a rom-com where it's kind of predictable and you it's there's something comforting about that there's also something comforting about having a terrible 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 human that you could just be like you know what glenn go fucking shove it like you are the worst <laughs> he's the i hate him i hate yeah. him so much he sucks i mean so we meet him right away and he so like what we learn from julia is that she's been engaged for three years she can't get him to commit to a date um, and then when he finally is proposing to get married, he wants to just run off to Vegas. And throughout the movie, we find out that he's cheating on her and that he's just marrying her because she, quote unquote, paid her dues and it's been long enough. It's like, yeah, like big thumbs down. Exactly. And he's just like a total. Sorry, this is an audio medium. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like a big skis bag and like. And, and we, I mean, like, Julia, Julia's in a very interesting position that, like, I find a lot of women, myself included, find themselves as where they've been in a relationship for a really long time. In their eyes, they're getting older. The right thing to do is, like, 
commit to the person, stay in a relationship, get married, like, and also it's like, well, you've, you're engaged, like, you got that check, like, I mean, like, breaking off an engagement if you're not in love with the person seems really, really scary. So I don't blame Julia for being in this position because, you know, he, even though he's a skis bag, he will provide a quote-unquote stable life, and it seems as though Julia, like, from what we learned from her mother, who is Ugh. talk about typecasting, like this is um Monica and Ross yep, Geller's yep, yep, mom, yep, yep. who is so Christina similar, Pickles. so yeah. similar, where she's like, Well, you know, like he like marry for money, like you know, be like a good wife. Um, you know, pretend <laughs> the advice she gives is pretend that you're pregnant so that he has to commit. Oh like, my god, so <laughs> messed up. So it's like I can just see like the pressure that her mom puts on her to be in a relationship that is like this, and I can see why Julia is three years into a an engagement not who knows how long they were dating prior to that mm. and it's feeling really stuck yeah it's very much the sunk cost fallacy right of like how much i've already put into this relationship i might as well stay in it and something that i didn't really realize until this watch through was that julia moved to be with glenn like that is massive where, you know what where I mean? did she move to i think i missed that actually i don't think she's i think she just says i moved here to be closer to him oh, like that's yeah. uh, that's all she says she doesn't say she's like a, details so they on were it. long distance and then what she well, moved to new jersey to be I with them i guess so and the question i also have though is like what was she doing for work before she moved like did she give up some sort of career to move to be closer to him and become like a, a cater waitress or of sorts right like huh. i don't maybe she was a waitress where she was before but i'm just saying like she has given up a lot to be mm -hmm. with glenn and i think she's i mean mjc this is like a tale as old as time right of like someone who's settling for someone oh, who's God. certainly not Maybe good enough for them you know um yes. it's like very much pam and jim uh and roy before the office came out you know what i mean like this is the early stages of that basically sure it's like it's it's yeah it's it's, it's a character type where you like want to like shout at the the screen like are you not like seeing how much of a creep this person is that you're with? yeah like, yeah going on in your head right now yeah so that's really interesting i didn't catch that just that like and it makes a lot of sense and it also makes sense like why glenn had like full reign essentially to like do whatever the fuck that he wanted well you have to imagine how much he cheated before she like when they were long distance you know what i mean right yeah because oh, he yeah. he said i think that he does also live in new jersey and or long island i think it's jersey or is it long island who the fuck knows it's one of those but he works <laughs> in the city you're just such a midwest girly now you're just like i'm, hey, such, you. I'm such a midwest i don't yeah, even understand I, the difference between new york and jersey anymore <laughs> no that was so funny like i like encountered somebody the other day and i said i was from new jersey and they were like oh is that like on the coast is it like near new york and i was like they didn't know no because just like the majority of the country i don't think can pick off like jersey on a map like we are just very <laughs> i mean to be honest with you before now i, I like if, if somebody a year ago was like Sarah, pinpoint Missouri on a map. I don't think I would have been able to find it. Well, at least, so you, at least you, Jersey is like coastal. You wouldn't have been able to show me 
the show me I, I would have been able to show the show me state would be the no show state exactly <laughs> that was a good one mjc thank you thank you um, that's why you that's why you invite me on four times <laughs> are you a four-time guest is that a i'm fish? a four-timer i believe oh, we need, wait where's the hat was, we gotta I, get the hat was, for next well, time. one more you have until i'm on next time sir Get that. Okay. Make cats. I did. I did like when 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 Jess was introducing me, and she was saying like, "Oh, and I think he's like top five And I was thought thinking you were going to say like guest overall. Yeah, I thought that like, that's no, what you were going to say too. Like lover of love. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought that you were going to say that too, Jess, and it was like a total like fucking dick tease. To be honest with you, I didn't know that was expected to say i was saying a nice thing i thought you were like a top a five <laughs> was that mbc he said he I was he a is a top five, five guest <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't do the math but i assume yes you've probably been on it like you're in the top you're in the top five percent of the people who have guested multiple times <laughs> no right what are you Jessica, are you having an aneurysm? MJC wants to be told that he's the best. You are the best. <laughs> you are, are, you, the best. are you having? Are you losing it? Like, I mean, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Other other people in this that... uh... (laughs) <laughs> the John Lovitz as the rival oh, <laughs> wedding such, singer. Such a funny cameo. So funny. Especially, okay, there's something that will haunt my nightmares about the moment he's standing and he's watching and the curtain just slowly closes over his face. Like, I I don't know. And that I man is going to give me nightmares. <laughs> MJC, are you a rat race girly? No. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not at all. It, it, no, it. no, it, it just it, it it missed me. There's like no no like derision to that, but like it just it, it never uh I never I never rat raced. Oh, hmm. you never rat raced. That was my first DVD I ever owned was Rat Race. Mm. Seth wow. Green that too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch Rat Race if you haven't seen Rat Race. Oh I'll I'll, I'll put it on my list. Yeah. I mean, it's, you... not, it's not on the top of my list, but like it, it's on the list, I guess. <laughs> right after you watch Oppenheimer, <laughs> you can watch Rat Race. <laughs> it's on the same caliber. Um, oh Jess, were you brokenhearted when Robbie got left at the altar from Linda? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's brutal. Like, I feel for the guy because let's. I mean, Linda sucks, right? Like she she is nowhere near as good enough for him, in my opinion. Um, but also, 
the embarrassment of being up in front of your family and friends. And then yeah. you're, you're someone who you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with who we know Robbie loves very dearly um, based on like the speeches he gives it. Like it really sucks and it's really tragic. And he, he certainly doesn't deserve that. No one really mm -hmm. does unless yeah. they're like a total a-hole. Yeah. Um, can I tell you my Mandela effect with this movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, up until I watched it again this afternoon in preparation uh, for this podcast. Uh, and uh, this is, uh, <laughs> you're going to like this one, Jess, is that I thought that the actress who played Linda uh -huh. was Juliette Lewis. Oh, really? I always associated Juliette huh. Lewis with this part. I can kind of see that though. I can kind of see it. Like the vibes are similar. I mm -hmm. would say like, mm -hmm. she's kind of like this, like little bit rough, you know, yeah. kind of. And gruff. so when I was looking at the cast today, like e e I was like, Oh, that's, that's someone who I told that that's not Juliet Lewis. Yeah. Um, I think it's more so, I think it's more so not the first scene she's in with like, where she's like talking to Robbie on the stoop, but the one where she's like, she comes back. She's like in the Van Halen t-shirt. She's like talking to Julia when she comes like that to me was very like Juliet Lewis. That's where I, I, get, I made the connection. I guess. But I mean, yeah. I would have, I would have bet money before yes, before this afternoon that she was in this movie, but she's not. That's really funny. Yeah. She plays like, gosh, her character. That's the thing. Again, we love to hate her too. Like mm -hmm. she sucks, which makes it so easy to root for Julia and Robbie, even without their like undeniable chemistry. Like mm -hmm. one of, and to me, it's not even just obviously Robbie and Julia, but like Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler, I feel like their humor works so well together. Sarah, I'm thinking of the scene where Robbie is helping Julia get like things lined up. So a florist and cake mm -hmm. and all this other stuff, right? He's helping her plan the wedding because Glenn is like, oh, I don't, I think you would love to do that by yourself. Like, I'm not going to help. Uh, so Robbie is, is helping Julia because, and I, this makes sense, logical sense. He knows all of like the best wedding venues and like, uh, you know, how to get the best discounts and everything in town. And I love when they go and I, I don't know what even they're getting a discount on. But she's like, oh, I just know you guys are going to be together forever. And they're like, actually, we're siblings. And then they yeah. start, like, play fighting. And to me, like, you know you know my stance, Sarah. I am very much a friends first type of girl. Like, friends yeah. first and then you could date. And this, to me, is that friends first moment where it's like, oh, there's a little, there's a little hint, a little flirtiness there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really fun to watch their dynamic evolve throughout it. And I definitely was thinking about that, like, friends first to lovers uh, once again, it's a trope, but it works so well. And um, I don't know, like the love is just so sweet when it is friends first, because mm -hmm. there's like a level of comfort and foundation that you get mm -hmm. that is so different than like when you're just like finding something on somebody on the apps and like dating to be with them but i mean i don't knock any sort of love that would be no terrible just, for valentine's day <laughs> yeah i think it's mostly just like the comfort level right like you can tell mjc that they have such a comfort with each other Absolutely. and they're able to lean on each other and they have like that undeniable friendly chemistry like i just said when she what is he he does something to her and then she bites yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it yeah, looked yeah, like yeah, it hurt yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I just, I love that scene so much. Just um, a little bitey's. Just a, just a little bit of bitey's. Um, do we, do we yeah. agree that, do we, do we think that Holly and Sammy get together at the end of the movie? Do we think that ho- so I Holly so. is Julia's cousin? Me too. <laughs> yes. And Robbie. Sammy, oh yeah, Sammy, Sammy is, is like the limo driver. Robbie's the best limo friend. driver. I think so. I feel like they're both just messy enough for that to work. I ship it. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I do I'm, here, I'm here for those two. Those crazy kids. <laughs> I crazy. see it. I see it. Definitely. Uh, they were I cones. Love- That's the yeah, best I, <laughs> I do love when they make him do the test drive, even though she's like, he's the only limo driver in town. Like, obviously, I'm going to hire him. And he's like, shh, 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 just let him do it. Just let him do it. But I, I, again, just like you're, you're, you're talking about the, uh, you know, the, the scene where they're, they're play fighting. Uh, but then there's also like the scene of the uh, engagement party where they're like teasing him about how before he knew that, that, that Julia was engaged, he was, telling Robbie that oh she's gonna get it and I'm gonna give it to her and the two of them like play off really well like they're like teasing Sammy as he's like walking away mm-hmm. about you, you, you know it was a very it was very they're very they're very cute together yeah they're just fun and I think that's what like I don't know I don't always need a very complicated story when I'm watching movies and television sometimes it's fun for it to be a little more straightforward of like yeah they enjoy each other's company they're a little bit stuck with some of the current relationships that they're in, but we know it's not going to last. Yeah. There's yeah. literally, I'm so sorry, but like, and I didn't change my last name when I got married, but like, there's no way in hell I would be like, yeah, I'm going to be Julia Gulia. It <laughs> is so funny. It's the perfect like little note of this movie for her to be, because Gulia, that's not a name. Gulia? It's Italian. Has Stop to be. It. It's not goulash. It's <laughs> Gulia. So, so if you if you were Lafferty Sterling, then you... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, listen, I kept my last name anyway, so it didn't. It, you know, ultimately, I think it's your choice, whatever you do with your last name, when, if and when you get married. But like, uh, Julia Gulia is just so bad, especially like Sarah said earlier, as compared to. When, she, when she's in the mirror, and I love this moment, she's like, she's getting dressed for her, you know, wooding on her wedding dress and practicing in the mirror. And she goes, and she starts smiling immediately when she goes, Julia Hart. Mm. And it's just like so sweet and like, oh, it is it a just, lovely love name. It. I love it so much. It is, I it think... is very much. What are, <laughs> like, I'm taking over this podcast. What... No, please. <laughs> what please are do. Um, some songs that when you hear them, you like think of, like, oh, the wedding singer? Uh, the oh, do you really want uh, to? Hurt yeah, 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 that's 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 one. That's one. <laughs> Obviously, like um, the you spin me right round, right round, fun. Yeah, 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 that one. And then obviously, like grow old with you, but that's part of. Oh, course, yeah, yeah, so that's like mm-hmm. a cheating one. Yeah. Um, um what what songs no, do like, you think of? Like past the duchy, I think of. Oh yeah, past the touch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I think of uh, what and I hear you make my dreams. Um, oh, I love that one. Oh, was... what's the what's the one that the old lady sings? Uh, Till there was you. Yes, I. What? First of all, shouts. I need to. I need to pull up this actress's uh, name because she is in a lot of things. She was in uh, Wedding Crashers as well, and she plays like the grandma in yep, that, and yep. she's really yep. funny. 
And she cracks me up so much in this movie when, when she's like making him meatballs in exchange for voice lessons. And he, she doesn't have Tupperware and she's like, just put out your hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before, before, before you look it up, how old did uh, that actress, uh, Alan Abertini Dow, how old did she live to? She's no longer with us, unfortunately. Oh, how old did she live to? 99. I'll I'll say I'll say 101. It was 101 years old. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I knew she was in Wedding Crashers, which is like, I mean, at least maybe like five, ten years after this. Yeah. And she looks pretty old in both of them. No offense to her. <laughs> like she's certainly up there in both of them. Uh, but I love her. I think she's such a that's what I think. Like, this movie not only has great main characters but all of the side characters around them are also so fun that like it's so hard to not root for them you know would you get paid would you accept being paid in meatballs it depends on how much work and how good the meatballs are they looked pretty good they were huge i'm kind of a bigger fan of um like this the smaller meatball have you guys done sister act for the podcast no, not I haven't ever seen Sister Act. That's a great '90s movie. All right, but add, add it to the list. Add <laughs> it to the list. This, this, no, because this actress was uh, like a nun in, in Sister Act as well. Oh, did she? Oh, interesting. Wiki page right now. No meatballs. No meatballs. No meatballs. <laughs> no meatballs. What about um, speaking of cameos, uh, Kevin Nealon as the uh, guy who's interviewing Robbie? <laughs> oh, I I like money. This is why I'm qualified for this bank teller job or this bank job. <laughs> I love money. I don't have a lot of money, but in the future, I would like more. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You're hired. And then he was like, wait, if you're not going to hire me, can I at least have one business card? I'll give you <laughs> 10 free singing lessons for one business card. It just points. This so is funny. why he has no money because he he's getting paid in meatballs and. Uh... I mean, but he's that's the thing. He has heart, right? Like, yeah. The I think every little thing that we see Robbie do just proves how much he just cares about people. Yeah. Like he takes yeah. this teenage kid at the wedding outside to throw up in a dumpster so that the kid doesn't like embarrass himself in front of his family. Like that. That's a person who cares, you know. Um, I, I just love that about him. And Julia is very obviously someone who also cares a lot about people and how they feel. She's willing to concede on a lot of things. Obviously, like she's heartbroken when, when she sees Robbie and she, she, or she thinks that Linda and Robbie have gotten back together and she like finally agrees to this like Las Vegas wedding. Right. Like she's, she's willing to give up a lot for people. And I feel like her and Robbie are very similar in that way. I would love like to go on a double date with Robbie and Julia. I feel like they would be so much fun on a double date. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And there is a double date in this movie. Oh my God. Oh yeah. You right. want to talk about the double date? Yes. Okay. How in the world did they go to a double date at like a raging club? <laughs> like what? So yeah. So basically Julia and Glenn go on a double date with Holly and Robbie 
And it's kind of like the date from hell. Like Julia gets very drunk very quickly and has a little bit of the case of the pukies. And then, um, and then meanwhile, while Holly and Julia are trying to like figure out the situation in the bathroom, that's when we find out that Glenn is a cheating ass. And um, Rafi does something very, very smart where he kind of like baits him into admitting that he's um, a cheater. Which, but yeah. then he doesn't utilize that information right away, which well, because he's kind of find interesting. I, I mean, Sarah, we talk about this a lot on the podcast because, I mean, it came up recently on Felicity, like, and I, I want to hear MJC's uh, opinion on this. Like, what, if you find this information out, if you're Robbie and you find this out, are you telling Julia? If so, how, how, how are you telling her this? Uh, it's tough because she's like, the, like the wedding's in like, five days you know what i mean yeah it's coming <laughs> like, up um i don't know maybe maybe you uh you you write a letter uh during this, during this short <laughs> An anonymous <time>. letter <laughs> leave it on her pillow oh my god you know what? Uh, no, I, I, read, I, I think this is i think this is a situation where like he really he, he has to say something what if I don't you know, tell, like, what, what if what you tell, does he have to, what does he have to Glenn? Like, they're not bros, you know, like, not even if, like, they were bros, like, you kind of, I don't know. Like, it's... I think it's more he's nervous about, like, the kill the messenger sort of thing, Um, but what if you tell Holly and get Holly to tell Ooh. Julia? Yeah, yeah, that's probably, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good call. Or, like, drop hints to that's Holly. Because, like, they're, cause they're family. You know what I mean? Like that's not like that, that, there's nothing that's gonna be like underlying there, um, right? Yeah, but I think he yeah. like does try to like do that with Holly, and then Holly's just like, "Oh, you like her? Like that? That, that you know that has to be yeah." That has to be. That's true. Like he did try to bring it up, and like that just like kind of unraveled stuff, and then. Like, remind me of the order of the operations here because they go on the double uh, parentheses, exponents, multiplication, and division. I'm sorry. <laughs> they go Man. on the double D. And yes. then, is after that, is that when Robbie goes to Julia's house and then tries to talk to her and then, like, sees that in the window she's in the wedding dress and looks happy? Is maybe no, that? No, I think there's, I think in between, like, isn't there. Like, doesn't Glenn, like, hit him at the bar before then? Yeah. So, basically, like, Julia is starting to realize that she has feelings for Robbie and vice versa. They have that, like, kiss, which was, like, oh. such a good kiss. The church kiss with Tom. Church tongue. Ten, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, and oh, you know, it's, 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 um, I, I, Mrs. Geller. It's, it's, the, it's the mom who has to, like, yeah. say. Yeah, she tells her you're, mom you're that. Yeah, she tells her mom that she's probably falling out of love with in love with Glenn, and she doesn't want to be Mrs. Julia Gulia. And that's when Robbie like sees her through the window in her outfit, and he thinks she's like pretending to she's like excited for her wedding, but instead she's like Mrs. Robbie Hart, like she's like you know. But was Robbie going to Julia's house to tell her that he loved her, or to yes. tell her that? Glenn's a cheater or both. No, no. I, think both. He was, I think he was I think he was gonna um shoot a shot. Yeah, yeah because we'd that's also that whole thing happens before 
he goes and get because right after he goes and gets drunk and that's when he runs into glenn and he gets yes. beat up and everything yeah. and that's when he like you know he's in a really precarious position because he's drunk and he's vulnerable and that's when linda shows up and comforts him in the mouth um, <laughs> taking my nose to other people's business uh-huh. <laughs> i like uh, that yeah. the um there was like with i i really like how um sammy even has like a really nice like character arc even though he's like such a side character because like we meet him and he's kind of like a dog and then like by the end of it we find out that like you know he robbie doesn't want to be like him he doesn't he shouldn't be a free agent because he's miserable and all he wants is someone to hold him. It's so sweet. Yes. Yes. So the old man in the bar, I know oh. that he had like a couple episodes in growing pains, but was he the boy meets world also? Am I making that up? Was he the one that like got the fruit basket? Remember, there was, like, uh, somebody was at the bus stop, and there was, like, the fruit basket with the mangoes, and then, oh. like, he got the, the mango basket. You might be was, right. Like, so happy. Yeah. I mean, it's been a, it's been a minute. So, you, but I think you're right. That sounds, that sounds correct to me. I forget who, maybe it was. Uh, I, don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it was, actually. I'm looking at his. Oh, his, it's just another. We're another old man. All old men look the same. A lot Sorry. of old men. Um, but yeah, we need to talk a little like, okay. I love the <laughs> tell me okay, I've got I've gotten married, right? Like I've done the, wow, the way kiss to flex, at Jessica. The, this is not <laughs> flex. Why are you dunking on us? Like we're just trying to live our lives. Um to be to to be fair, Sarah, it was a COVID wedding. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, there were like ten people. MJC, there. were you there on the Zoom as well? There was. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see any any makeout kisses with uh, no, because Will. I am I am anti PDA. We all know this. Um, so I think I'm with Julia that like it has to be it has to be a respectable kiss. You're not and like meanwhile, uh, Holly is just like no tonsil hockey city baby. <laughs> um, I want to basically fuck on that stage i want everybody to see why why do you want that <laughs> to torment you what me just that's a that's a lot for just me you know you do a lot for just if me. i'm not making out while i'm in a wedding dress and everybody sees them like what are we even doing here mm-hmm. what do you think uh, mjc whose side are you on <laughs> i'm i'm okay with the 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 I thought that the church tongue was uh was was very uh very classy. Yeah, very it is. It's classy, exactly. Very it's very classy. Uh, uh, yeah. By the way, um, yes, that actor does play bum in one episode of Boy Meets World. There you Boom. go, nailed it. Yeah, Mango Man. Mango Man. I think it was Feeny's basket of mangoes, and I don't remember who stole the mango basket and why it was at the bus stop, but somebody did. And it was there. Don't ask me because I don't know. Um, yeah, I just and the way the, again, this movie has the classic run to the airport, get on the plane, get your girl moment, right? Where he like ends up having to buy a first class ticket to Vegas. Man, he runs buy into, it. 
Sammy did buy it. That looked like the nicest first class ticket that ever existed. It looks so nice. I mean, he also what? got to hang out with Billy Idol. That's true. That's true. Uh, was it Billy Idol or <laughs> or <laughs> was it was it uh was it Prince or was it uh Elvis or what's the uh the, the <laughs> Donny Osmond or Oh my that's, gosh. Uh, that's a joke oh, for, for people claim who to fame. enjoyed uh, Claim to Fame season That's two. right. Yes, that's right. Um oh. I I love this. I, I love that like the comeuppance is so strong in what this film. Budget airline is bumping into people's elbows with the drink cart as they're going down the aisle. I mean, listen, I mean, if you have your elbows out there, they're going to smash into them. I've definitely gotten hit with a car, a, a flyby car once. The disparity between first class and coach on this airplane was alarming. <laughs> and I've never flown first class. So this is, this might be how it be, how mm. it might be in real life. I'm not quite sure. I flew to Vegas and my seat was not like Robbie's. Um, so we, we're on the plane. You didn't meet an 80s rocker? Either. I met nobody on the plane to Vegas, actually. <laughs> I, I remember flying over to Vegas and I like saw that like I mean like I knew I was going to the desert but like when I looked out the window and saw like literal sand I was like where the fuck am I? Um, what do you what do you think of that theory about that Robbie said that like I should have seen the signs because she wouldn't give me the aisle seat over the Grand Canyon? I it, agree. Like, you get the 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 you know the at the end Glenn doesn't let Julie have the aisle seat either. I think that honestly, oh, the, the window. More, I should say it's more about like when you're in a true partnership, like you really want your partner to like live out all of their dreams, and I think it's the fact that yeah. like, like they both like asked and they both were denied, even though like they were saying like this would be really important to me. Like no, like of course I don't want to be on like i am like a window seat girly but if my partner was like i would really like this of course i'm going to give it to them because i love them and i think it's like the sacrifice like being in a relationship is definitely a like sometimes a push and a pull and you sometimes have to give up things that you want for mm -hmm. the other person and i think like that's what it is like both Robbie and um, Julia experienced the fact that like their partner it's not like an unconditional love it's like very conditional and mm -hmm. um, they won't like be there for their partner and I think that like for Julia to have that like realization on the plane because she remembers that story I thought it was like really like a nice little touch and you know and it also it's it's like Glenn did not say like no, like you can't look out the window and like close the window. It's like Glenn was the the king of doing just enough to keep her in, right? Like he was like, you can lean over me, and it's like, it's not. It was not like a perfect match, but he like just did enough to like just keep her there. You know yeah. what I mean? I do. Yeah, I think for me, it's like very much. It's courteousness. It's like a bare minimum of courteousness that like both Rob or not Robbie, both um Linda and Glenn are just missing. Like 
again, if you've both flown before, you've both traveled to the same places and seen the same things, it's not a big deal. But if this is like this guy's first time on a plane, give him the freaking window seat. Like, be kind. That's all it is. And I just think like Glenn and Linda are just missing the kindness bone in their body. Yeah. And Robbie and Julia are so overly kind and overly giving, which obviously leads to them being a little bit like, you know, manipulated and used a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. um, which sucks. But it's like, obviously, we get what we want and they end up together. So it's okay. Can I say one mean thing? Do it. Uh, Julia's haircut is like so ugly. I don't know why I knew that's what that was going to be. And I think, <laughs> I think it's because it, for me, listen, I think it's because it flips out at the ends. You know, if it was just a blunt straight Bob, I don't think it's as bad, but I, I truly think Drew Barrymore's hair never looked better than it did in 50 first dates. And yeah. It's it was like such beach an- waves. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But this hair is atrocious. Stop. It's not it that. Is. It's not worse than Robbie's. Robbie has a literal mullet. <laughs> like, I don't know. Robbie's hair doesn't bother me, but Julia's hair is like pretty ugly. That's probably why she never got married. <gasps> no, don't be like her mom. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Terrible. I mean, oh, MJC, yeah. would you get with her with that haircut? <laughs> 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 the, the the Julia's haircut did not bother me. Oh, okay, All I don't right. think it's that bad. Like I don't know. I don't. I mean, I I don't have a list of like. Let's see, Drew Barrymore haircuts. I'm just curious to see if it's the worst one she's ever had. It, it probably is. Oh no, I found a worse one. <laughs> Took me two seconds. Uh, looks like she had her hair. This looks like a '90s, based on the fact that her eyebrows look like tiny sperms and her lips are a dark vampy red. Uh, she had a very, very short haircut oh, yeah. that actually reminds me of when Phoebe cut Monica's hair incorrectly in Friends. It kind of reminds me of that. Mm. That I don't think is her best look. I really like her with the long wavy hair. I, I think it's a perfect look for her. Yeah, I like her hair now. She looks good as a brunette. Like, but, I like the auburny her... brunette color is nice for what her. What she's yeah. doing right now. Yeah, she's she uh, she went to the Grammys, she said. I saw a clip on her of her on TikTok. Yeah. I know we were mad at Drew Barrymore for a little bit because of the writing strike. <laughs> she's she's yeah. a scab. But I love uh, forgiving and forgetting. And I think that, like, Drew Barrymore, it's okay. It's okay yeah. that you're a scab. Just, just don't do it again. <laughs> just don't do it again. <laughs> don't do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, anything else about this movie that we love? We talked about the soundtrack. I agree. I love. Oh, oh, oh. Mona May did the costume design on this, and Mona May is one of my favorite costume designers. Mm. She, oh, we've talked about her before. Yes, we did. She did Clueless, and she did Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. So, oh my um, god, do you know what's so funny that you say that? Because in one of the scenes, and it might have been the double date scene with Holly, where something in my brain suddenly screamed Romy and Michelle. Yeah, and, and because of the costuming, that's incredible. Yes, yeah, I love all movies that Mona May has done in terms of costume design. It's always so good. And um, it's just like, it was so nice seeing her name pop up in the credits. I was like, Mona May. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was so happy. Um, I agree. I think, I think the outfits are on point. 
I think the one thing that I can do without with the movie is, and I know that it was, <clears throat> sorry, I'm very emotional about this. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, MJC. It's okay I know to this be was mean. like of a time, uh-huh. and like maybe like in the 90s, we like enjoyed this more than we do now. Uh, the rapping granny I can do without. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I okay so talking about like things that we could do without like yes. I feel as though the George stuff like doesn't yeah. really hit it doesn't like um really it it, it doesn't uh, it feels the... like we're making fun of George versus like those? laughing with George. well yeah because George okay there's a few moments let's be real George should not be singing the same song over and over again and so well, no I like sing, that that I don't should, have a problem with sing that song at a wedding but like there's a moment where like Julia is asking for Robbie's help with the wedding planning and Robbie's like, oh, you don't want George's help? And Julia's like, ha, 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 of course not. Oh, yeah, and it's okay. like, okay, okay, that's, that's a fair, little that's mean, fair, that's fair, you that's know? Fair, that's I fair. do think that we celebrate George, but I also think that we're supposed to be laughing at George for, um, I mean, like, Alexis Arquette is a trans woman, or was a trans woman. She actually passed away. I'm pretty positive. She yeah, sadly yep. did. And I think that, like, it, like she became, like, a laughing point of the movie, which I don't think that no, like... I, I think though I think though that she did provide some comedy as well. Where, um, but were we like laughing at that first, at that first wedding when? No, I don't think so. Because at that first wedding when she finishes the Culture Club song and uh, like Robbie's still not back on stage and like she kind of looks at the band and goes. Go go okay go okay go. That makes me laugh. That's funny. No, that, like, that's like, that you know, I didn't have a problem with. It I think it was the musical so... stuff was all fine. No, yes. that's fine. It was more yeah. so like pointing at the fact that like she was weird. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I I mean, listen. Also, that song that George is singing at the wedding is so not a wedding song. Like, don't sing. Do you really want to? I know. It was beautiful. <laughs> to be honest with you, at a wedding. At a wedding. Did you see George playing that 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 clarinet? George was <laughs> raging. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of of robbie's solution of i can't do weddings anymore because they're so like they 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 make me sad but i can do bar mitzvahs (laughs) i mean to be honest with you i think that is a genius decision the bar mitzvah (laughs) game is like a billion dollar business um i think that i didn't have a wedding singer i had um a DJ at my bot mitzvah, <laughs> but I did have a, 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 a Dumbledore on stilts. I did have that. <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh. The, uh, I, I would love to know where my mother, Robin Ferguson, found a Dumbledore on stilts. <laughs> like, how do you Google that? No, there was no, was there Google? I mean, you lived close enough to the city, right? Like, there's that, you could get anything. I'm gonna ask my mom where did she find Dumbledore and why was he on stilts? Yeah, <laughs> to be really tall, obviously. Um, but the one thing I do love from the bar mitzvah uh scene is like again, I think the chemistry is there between Julianne and, and and Robbie, where he's like, Oh, you should pick anybody that looks the coolest to like invite up for a dance. And he doesn't even tell her, like, go pick that kid, right? He, yes, and he this does. is the same kid. Yes, he does. He does, does he? 
Yes, of um, course he does. I missed that. But the point yes. is, this is the kid who plays Brucey from Matilda. He eats oh, a cake. yeah. And I was like, poor little Brucey. And when he grabs her butt, first of all, you need to ask consent, sir, but you are a child, so I'll forgive you. <laughs> um, I thought it was so funny, like Drew Barrymore's face when the kid grabs her butt had me absolutely cracking up. And then everyone on the dance floor, like grabbing people's butts. It's just, I don't know. It just is so silly and stupid. I could have I, I could have done without <laughs> Robbie uh had like placing the 13-year-old girl. Oh, well, yeah, that's too far. I could have yeah. gone right. without that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, you guys still like when Adam Sandler does his like screamy voice? Because yes. he, you do. I, mean, I like, love it. I know, I know. It's for me, it's a nostalgia thing. I think I just, I just yeah. love it. I, I love when he's just like, somebody kill me, please. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. so good. Uh, and I, it I mean, I liked that song, but I, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like, it's very, like, I mean, obviously, MJC did a very good impression at the top of the pod. Like, it's yeah. pretty big daddy when he, when he's like, I, what does he, what does he want? Like, he's like, I want. Well, somebody get the kid a happy meal. That's right. That's it. He's like, all right. Like, it's just, and I think what it is. is it, feels very, <laughs> it feels very relatable because sometimes you just want to scream like that, you know? Sarah to scream. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, just, I, I, I have a problem with, uh. With screaming. With screaming. <laughs> uh, I don't, obviously. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that is a like a really fun movie still. I really enjoyed it. Like, I think that, I mean, Adam was watching it for the first time when we were watching it together. And I think that he was maybe a little bamboozled at parts. I think that he, um, I, he really didn't the Rosie and I don't know why maybe it's because like he was getting paid in meatballs and like Adam likes cash money but... he, Adam doesn't like old people the answer is so obvious <laughs> as to why he hated that moment that's true Adam, Adam is also very uh, you know he, he loves the music man and so anyone uh, singing it not to his uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> not to his standards her best. listen she's just trying to the, okay you, te- you cannot tell me that when she she says, I just I mean, want to she's sound 90 good. In this. So that, yeah, so that my husband will know that I tried so hard on it. You yeah. cannot tell me that your heart didn't melt a little bit when she said that. You're it like, melted oh. me. I like Rosie. I have no problem with her. She Rosie wants to pay me balls and he accepts. That's totally fine. I thought yeah. that her singing for her 50th anniversary was beautiful. Yeah, she's trying her best. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is a treasure. I still, I mean, some things don't age well, of course, like sure. any movie from the nineties, <laughs> but it's so pleasant. It is such an easy feel good rom-com that we just don't get many of nowadays. Right. And it just, it makes my heart so happy. Mm. Yeah. So it's just a, what a great way to kick off rom-com Feb slash frisky Feb. And JC, do you have a vote on which name you like better? I mean, I, mean, I, I... Of, of course, like I love rom com Feb. Yeah, but yeah. I feel Classic. like in the past, I feel like in the Classic. past, like I feel like in the past, it's been like no, we're not doing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's been shut down. We've been trying like, to cancel rom com Feb for four years. We've been trying to cancel it since it started, and we just you just can't. You have to keep going with the rom com Feb, rom com Feb, rom com Feb. Yeah. It doesn't work, but it works so well. It does. Um, uh, MGC, yeah. what? 
have you been up to? Have you, um, besides being such a theater guru, like what, <laughs> what, like what are you doing on the mean streets of the internet these days? I'm like, I am definitely in my theater era. Um, um what am I doing on the internet? Jeez. <laughs> it's okay uh, maybe that's a personal well you question. just did another podcast recently didn't you i did yes i i was on the movie ladder podcast where i talked about the other guys which is another movie that i love and so it was fun to be able to do this twice in a week so check that one out the the, the movie ladder with uh with zach and fitzy uh jess has been a guest on there before uh yeah. i told them that sarah would be a great guest one day hey I, 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 you know, if you need a manager, their people call her. People. Yeah, maybe, maybe what I need to do SJF. is have... you, you got me. I'm, 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 I, you, yeah, I, maybe I, I need accept, like a little bit of a I accept a payment in meatballs. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> in meatballs. You want to be yes. my agent and get me Lovely. on, please? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been, you know, I, I, I've been enjoying <clears throat> this season of the challenge, uh, the season uh-huh. of the traders. Looking forward to the season of Survivor. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just, just work and, and and theater stuff um yeah. i have redeveloped well I, I, not redeveloped but i've developed an appreciation uh for instagram and i think i'm on instagram more than i'm on uh x now and that's probably uh, healthy Definitely. It, it, it is uh it's not so <clears throat> i love the reality tv community that i have built um on x and i enjoy like interacting with them very very much and it's it's, it's great but it's nice to like have a platform where on insta where i'm like oh like most of the people in my stories like are my like theater friends and it's like i can like do like more like irl stuff with yeah. my insta and i don't I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's nice to like nice have to a see. separation of like church and state. With, yeah, <laughs> I know with what you mean. Must be nice to see like real people that you actually know and uh, things I mean, that you it, actually it, care it is, about. It is until like you see on someone's story where like, oh, like a bunch of my friends are like out at a restaurant right now, and like, um, I guess my phone's broken. Not MJC, right I thought we were. We were done with FOMO. Didn't we talk about this two years ago? Oh, please. I'm never, never. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I will, FOMO. Uh, I will, like, be on my deathbed. And looking at my still phone, be like, oh, I guess, like, you know, I'm missing out on something. <laughs> Are you going to go to Chicago? I cannot. Uh, I would love to, but... Uh, I have a family wedding in oh. April, so I'm already taking two days off of work for that. Um, and I'm not going. My, I don't know why. My, my, uh, my vacation time is is sacred, so <laughs> yeah. unfortunately can't just take like three days off in May uh, as much as I would love to, but yeah, that's fair. not in the cards this time. No. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you doing these days? Uh, you could find me covering one season of a show at a time with Grace Leader over on Full Spoiler Recaps. That's still happening. And then True Detective is still True Detectiving. We have a couple more episodes over there. Um, and beyond that, I'm I'm here all day, every day, just talking about Felicity and Buffy. Two shows that I've really 
come to love and enjoy mm-hmm. Sarah. We talked about this. Like we're kind of in our new era on shit 90 shows where we're like we are. starting two new shows. And I feel like for a little bit, it was a tough grieving process being done with like boy meets world and Dawson's Creek. You know, we had a little bit of a grieving moment. However, I think we're to the point now with with Felicity and Buffy where I'm like full in on those shows and I am so thrilled every single week to talk about them. So check those out if you haven't. They're silly. They're fun. They're not super serious. So uh, if you're listening to this and you love the dynamic, I would say like the dynamic is like fairly, very similar (laughs) on those podcasts and they're just a really fun time. They're two teen shows not to be taken too seriously. And uh, I'm really, I'm really enjoying those things. What about you, Sarah? Uh, I mean, I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. <laughs> same thing. Same. One, Except I'm one, not doing True Detective and I'm not nice. doing that other thing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I was on recently that I forgot to plug, but I had such a fun time on is uh, I was on Slash Survivor a couple a couple weeks ago mm. with uh, with Gia and Matt Scott. And that was nice. uh, nice. so much fun to just... Uh, uh, tip back too much tequila and <laughs> talk loudly Let's go. about one of my favorite uh, Survivor episodes. Also, I want to put on the record, and again, this is an audio medium, so you don't, you, you, you know, listening at home, like, don't know this. But for the two of you, and I could wait till after this is over to say, say this, but I, I want to put on the record. This is a knockoff. It is a Max. It is not a Stanley. That I've uh, been I, I do like that cup. I got like a fake Stanley at five below for five fifty five. Yeah. Uh, where did you get your? And but yours is a lot prettier than mine. Where did you get your Max cup? My Max was on um, uh, Amazon. I got it. Mm. Yeah. So Maybe I need to get. So and I'm, a, a, I'm the only like woman in my 30s wearing a fake Barbie hoodie. Like, you know, just, listen, <laughs> I'm the only girl in my 30s that doesn't have a water bottle that like is uh, my like uh, you know Harley, therapeutic uh, water bottle. I really so. hate the planet, Jessica. I'm so sorry that I drink <laughs> so much seltzer that I don't drink enough water. But you know, you also like you, you also you also work from home, no. I do. I very yeah, much do so work from home. You don't need a water bottle. Really. I don't need a water just bottle. I could just take a glass out and, you know, drink water. Dude, um, this cup has five stars on Amazon and it has glitter shades. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I want glitter. Well, oh, what a great not, way to end the This podcast. is not in the budget, though. <laughs> I have $19.22 left in my spending budget for the month. For the month? I, it's the eighth. I spent too much last month and Ooh, it like carries it. over. <laughs> I, this cup is $22.94. I can't even afford this cup for this What month. if you give up like a coffee or something randomly? And I then don't buy, buy coffee anymore. I'm off the Starbies. Um, with I don't out. spend any money. Wow. How reformed you are. What, what a fiscally early... responsible queen. Yes. <laughs> Adam is on, has me on a very tight regimen. Very tight leash. No I water for follow. you, Sarah. No yeah, I, I have overspent last month and I can't wow. afford this $22.94 water cup that has glitter in it. But I am going to put it in my Amazon cart for next month. There you go. Yeah. Well, it has been absolutely lovely catching up with you, MGC. This was such, I'm so happy you pitched this movie to us because I had such a great time rewatching it. And it, it really is like, 
I know the winter can be tough for a lot of people. And I have to just say, if you can't handle new content right now, go back to your old content that you know brings you joy. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. And there's like something really lovely about just like hunkering down with a cup of tea or a cup of soup and just watching something that you love. So that's my that's my friendly little advice. That was love it. Just very sweet. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will be back in just a few weeks with another Drew Barrymore classic, Never Been Kissed. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and like we said before, we're putting out Buffy and Felicity episodes every week. Uh, Buffy is on Thursdays and Felicity is on Mondays. So check those podcasts out. Uh, and until we talk to you next time, have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.